You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. Uh, so is it finally over? It's finally over. All over, but the shouting. Well, I'll tell you. Scott and I had a conversation. Oh, let me get my mic. Uh, there, we, there, we, there we go. Oh, there he is. Um, Scott and I have had a conversation the day of the Oscars, and we said. We're going to do a live show. And we're toying with the idea. And we're toying with the idea. And we're like, you know what? No. <laughs> it's like, I got better shit to do. And you know what? The whole world thought the same way we did. Because the ratings for this year's Oscars was under 10 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's uh, Demet- here in North America, I guess it was under 10 yeah. million. Now. And, and there's. There's been a lot of talk about the reasons for that, and I do agree with um, one of the reasons is that a lot of pe- most people weren't familiar with most of the movies that were up because no one's going to the theater. Right. Although you can see all of them uh, streaming, but some of them you have to have a, a, subscript- a subscription besides Netflix. Right. You know, or Amazon or Hulu. It just there's too many subscription yeah. services at this point and they're just adding more it seems every single year there's at least three four more that are being added mm-hmm. I, I i know that when they announced the oscar nominees i had not seen any best picture nominees i had seen one all. which was yeah. uh, sound of metal that's the only one that i had actually seen so um so we decided not to do a live show and let me tell you this year's oscars was especially bad not bad in the fact that while we would have um, been doing the show, it would have been like, oh, wow, did you see how bad? It's just, it was just a boring, poorly done Oscars. Scott and I would have just been bored out of our minds. Just, oh, when's the next? Okay, this is what they're doing now. Oh, okay. Everybody would have. You know, it's, like, oh, oh, you- it's like, oh, they're doing Best Picture before Best Actor and Actress? Oh, okay, that's smart. I do want to say ha to you, though, because you were adamant that they were going to keep the live musical performances, and they did not. Uh, did I say that, or was I yeah. hoping that they wouldn't? And uh, that, that I said that I said they probably would keep them, and I was, don't. It wasn't a it wasn't a declaration, but in conversation, you said that you seriously doubted that they would lose that. I I you, you I'm happy. Hey, listen, I'm happy. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, I'll gladly take. The hit on that, because <laughs> guess what? It worked. If anything worked, it was the fact that we didn't have to listen to 20, 30 minutes of music, and the show still was over three hours. I, I think it's interesting that, in order to try to deal with the pandemic problems, uh, you know, getting audiences together, they decided to try to do something non-traditional, and I think that once you took away all that non that traditional. Um, the stand-up beginning, the presenters, everything. Once you remove that, it really shows you what what little substance there is to this thing as a whole. Oh, yeah. And then let me tell you something. Next year's Oscars is going to, A, it's going to go over time. That's a guarantee. But B, it, oh, my God, you're, you're, you hit it. It's going to be fucking massive. It's going to be du Soleil. It's <laughs> twice. We're doing this shit twice. We're opening and ending the show with it. it we did. have Cirque du Soleil and Blue Man Group fight it out. 
I would watch Blue Man Group, though. I like... I mean, Cirque du Soleil is fun, too, but if Uh, Blue Man Group went to the Oscars, that would be great. Um, But if they fought... If they fought, yeah, dueling... Cirque du Soleil would obviously win, but sadly... Sadly. uh, Hey. But, uh, no, next year's Oscars is going to be stupid large. Yeah. It's... it's, it's, Can't wait. Just expect this to go way past midnight. Expect it to... they're going to go all out. It's going to be ridiculous. Now, considering that most of the Oscar films come out in the fall and um, right before New Year's, you know, all the way through the holidays, they realistically, because New York City has already said that they're opening up 100% on June, uh, July 1st, New Jersey is probably going to do something similar. Um the whole country is going to open back up again. Yep. <laughs> it, it just so, is. So how many how many did you get right out of the entire batch? So there's 23 categories, and I got 14. I got yeah, I know, right? Because you know why there's 23? Because they got rid of one. Right. It was always 24. So instead of sound production and sound editing, it's it just was sound now. 23. They just didn't know it yet. Yeah. So you got... I got 14. 14. 14. Okay, I I got eight. (laughs) Mare got five. (laughs) So, and here's the thing. I went with... I should have went with my gut, you know, on some of these. Mm -hmm. Like, my gut was telling me that Mank was going to win Best Picture and Best Director. And having seen what actually won, it should have. Well, we can go through will... all. We can go through all of these. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. Uh, now, I I will say that um, this year was especially hard because really all of the stuff that was nominated was quality work. There wasn't a lot of shit. Oh yeah. This year. Oh no no no. So it was I'm, a I'm... lot harder in some categories where you're like everybody really should get an award for that performance, but. So I mean, it, I'm not thrilled it. about the film that actually did win. It was the one that I was hoping wouldn't out of all well, of them. Let's 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 yeah. Let's. So where do you want to start? Um. So first of all, are we doing any of the technicals, or are we just gonna just mention it? What one? I'm gonna move mention on. ones I got right. I'll mention ones I got right. All right. So let's do them all. Okay. Let's, let's do. Go, let's do the technical stuff first. Okay. We'll do the technical stuff first. All the um, real stuff. Yeah. All right. So let's let's start off with something easy. Visual effects. Oh, yeah, I got that. Okay, Tenet. Tenet. Duh. I mean, duh. What was nominated for it was Love and Monsters. Now, I saw the trailer. I even have the movie. I mean, I no. guess it was good special effects. The, the title alone makes me not, a wa- not want to see it. I'm getting that curmudgeon right now. The Midnight Sky. Is that the one with George Clooney? I forget. Uh, Mulan. Don't care. The One and Only Ivan. Ivan. I mean, not familiar with it. What's crazy is normally we'd have like some superhero films in here. Mm-hmm. We'd have like Black Widow would be in here. We'd have probably um, maybe even Wonder Woman. Well, and when it's not, um, well, it's sci-fi fantasy is what usually ends up in best visual effects. Right. It's just because that, that's those are the genres that kind of max out the, the special effects budgets, if you were. Sure. Uh, what was the other film that they pulled back? Uh crap the the movie that's you can't talk aliens get you oh a quiet place a two. quiet place two that was supposed yeah. to come out in march of 2020 guaranteed that gets nominated for best special effects possibly i mean, I mean listen if, I if, if it's over the, the midnight sky mulan and the one and only ivan yeah i think a quiet place two is in there okay so uh, you got that one right. i got that one correct right. yeah okay uh what else did you get right in that area uh i got sound correct so did I. Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. <laughs> yeah, and that was a film called Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. Now, the thing with Soul is there's music in it. Sound, sound. But the thing with Sound of Metal, I think the reason why it ended up winning was because of of how it used the sound in the film. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, him definitely. trying to hear things once he gets the implants, how he hears that you know, it just like actually immersed you into what he was going through, and I think that's why it won. So, so you got that one right too. Yep. All right. 
production design. I got this one wrong. Really? Because I told you Hulu was going to win. You did. I remember having this discussion on the show, and I pointed out that it would make sense for Mank to win because Mank is doing production design that's emulating Hollywood production design. It's like this is a, this is just is just impossible not to win this category. Right. So I picked Ma Rainey's Black Bottom because I felt mm. I felt that they were probably going to give that more Oscars uh, than Mank, which was actually true. I just happened to get this one wrong. Okay, so <laughs> but no, uh, you're not speak- wrong. You're not wrong as far as the production design. I mean, see now Ma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I would guess more to be for best makeup and hairstyling oh wait it did win for that and i chose that too <laughs> well, i got that correct as well so <laughs> see there you're right i mean that yeah period piece for ba- makeup and hairstyling period piece always win production design not so fast <laughs> you know that's not what you think well you know this is what you know, normally when i do these i usually not, get just 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 to clarify production design isn't just set design oh no no i know that yeah, so, yeah. I mean... Well, look, look, here, this was a weird year for me. Normally, I'm getting upwards of 18 to 20 correct out of the 24. Uh, I always do. Sir, sir it's, it's been a weird year for all of us. Yeah, it's true. Just follow the flag. So, <laughs> uh, if anyone doesn't know, that's a Jim Cotta reference. You should refer to episode... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not the Confederate flag or anything. No, that's Jim Cotta. That's Jim Cotta. I, I'm glad you said that because I didn't occur. It didn't occur to me that follow the flag could actually be taken. Mis- Silly me! How can I think that just saying something as simple as follow the flag? The climate that we're living might in right not now. Be controversial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, um, no, but uh, see, that would have normally have just been like one of those. Ah, oh, I had a 50-50 shot and I got it wrong. You know, that would have been one of my five wrong or so, six wrong. So, so I mean, in that. For what we discussed so far, best sound, production design, um, visual effects, hairstyling, and makeup—I got all those right. So you got—you're getting the technicals. Yeah, I got, I got all the technicals. I'm all right. Spot on. The only thing I didn't get was film editing because what the fuck? Film in editing. Cos- in costume design, I—I um, was—I guess right. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom as well. But, well, yeah. Uh, well, let's lot- let's let's talk about editing. You said you got that wrong, right? Oh no no, Ma, Ma's Rainey's Black Bottom did take it. But I, I second-guessed myself, and I chose Mulan for costume design. I mean, it's not a bad choice. I mean, it's, no, you know, I, ancient, I don't feel uh, it's, it's, you know, Chinese just, dynasty. I, I mean, come on. Um, Chinese dynasties. <laughs> stupid dynasties. Um, so, editing. I picked Sound of Metal. And what did you pick? Trial of the Chicago 7. See, we talked about that. Yeah. And my gut was to go with Trial of Chicago 7, but I was like, you know, I bet they're going to give it the Sound of Metal because of how the sound and, and, and everything is edited, how how it moves. To be honest, Trial of Chicago 7 is a better edited film. You need a movie like that to flow properly. You need a film to be edited properly. And it was. Not that I'm saying Sound of Metal wasn't. I'm just saying Trial of Chicago 7 should have won that category. You know, you, you need movies like that to, yeah. you know, you need the I, pacing to be correct or else it's a courtroom drama. You can't get that wrong. Sound of Metal? Yeah, if your editing's a little off, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a good luck with that category at all. All right, moving on. Right. Costume design. Well, um, I just mentioned that, yeah. Um, well, I, I want to make that. sure that, you know, I don't want to hop around. I want to actually announce the category. And then, come on, we're, we're almost yes, done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're, we're, we're a third of the way. Um, costume design uh, went to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I got that correct. What did I you... chose Mulan. Mulan. Okay, that's done. I want to just say right out front. Yeah. Um, the, uh, sh- all the short features and the documentary categories yeah. and the short, so the, all those four sections got them all wrong. Not even close. Is that with it with technicals? No. Yeah, is yeah. original score considered a technical? I guess it is. But it's it's in the top ones, the ones that I count. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's it with technicals. Let's do the documentary short. I got that wrong. I picked Do Not Split. I just thought it was. I, whenever I pick these, I always pick the title that I like. It, yeah, I I went with Colette. No, I went with Hunger Ward, and Colette was the winner. Yeah, Colette was the winner. I was like, uh, these are the ones that, like, this is how, 
when I do these, I'll get 18 to 20 correct. And the ones that I get wrong most of the time are these documentary, live action, animated it's a shorts. Wild card. Yeah. No, how am I going to track down? Now, I actually did track down, uh, like in the uh, best documentary feature, I got I tracked down four of the five. Okay. I didn't watch any of them. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just goes to show you. But, like, like the short film stuff, good luck finding copies of those to watch. No. Every once in a while, you'll find that they're on YouTube. Because Asian, the company sometimes. that made them wants them to be seen. So they'll put them on YouTube. Um, so yeah, just... live action short. Uh, I picked Two Distant Strangers. And it went to The Letter Room. No, I'm sorry. I picked The Letter Room. The letter room. And it went to Two Distant Strangers. I did the exact same thing. I, I mean, I, again, yeah. I picked with my heart on those because I got nothing else to go by. Um... Animated short. If, if I had known that Two Distant Strangers was about a um, um, cop shooting a black guy, uh, oh. I, I, I would have chosen it. Well, yeah. I but mean, I we say that every year. Research it. So every single year. Every single year we say that. Yeah. We oh, no, say. If I had researched them, I would have I chosen yeah, it. Yeah, every single year we're like, you know, if I knew it was about this, I would have picked that. Because it's, it's, it's the. It's like any it's, category when there's a Holocaust themed film. Pick it. <laughs> that's going to win. That's Damn. the one. That's the one. It's not, I'm not crying bias. I'm not. I, I'm just saying that's a fact. Yeah. No, you're Prove not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, animated short. Uh, the winner was If Anything Happens, I Love You. And that's the one I picked. So I actually got that oh, one correct. I, I picked Genius Loci because I thought I was a genius. <laughs> you know what? I, by, by looking at what won here... Uh -huh. um, I think next year for all, the, all these four categories, I'm just going to pick the longest title. Yeah, right. Three out of four, the longest title that won. So I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> uh, well, that throws my keep the title short theory right out of the water. It's like the <laughs> reason they keep them short is because people have low attention spans and it, they're easier to remember. You know, bank heist, the movie. It's like really we're calling this bank heist. That's yeah. Because we don't want we don't want to confuse anyone about what's happening in the plot. You know, when we do best picture, circle back to that. I want to take a look at the uh, the titles this year, see if we have any complaints. I think we didn't talk about that at all. Okay, all right. Uh, what's the next category? Uh, next category. Uh, let's go with documentary feature since we went with documentary short and live action. Mm -hmm. I picked my octopus teacher, which ended up winning. I just thought it was like a really interesting. I was like title. I was, yeah. I again. I, I had this on. I had this available to watch and just Didn't could bother. not bring myself to watch no. it. And when I was picking, I picked The Collective oh. because because it had to do with like burn victims and stuff. I was like, this is interesting. I still didn't get a chance to watch it. Right. Uh, but I thought the octopus thing was the dumbest thing I heard out of all of those. <laughs> so, of course, that one. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go with... I mean, just think of it. Just think... Well... Here's one about burn victims that were exploited by the system, and then here's one about handicapped people uh, doing their, you know, uh, going to camp and learning to be self-sustaining and all this, and about their growth. And here's one about a woman dealing with a husband who's in jail and the time, you know, that goes as he's serving his time. Oh, and there's one with a guy that swims with an octopus. <laughs> Which one do you think's gonna win the Oscar? I don't think I chose wrong. Well, I kind of just I picked it based on title. Uh, that's how I do that stuff. Even even that, even with that, that should not be the wrong answer. <laughs> well, sorry, but it was uh, original score. Uh, I picked Soul, and that's what won. Um, I, I think I told you Soul was going to sweep all of its categories. Yeah, I I picked the man, no, uh, I picked Mank. Mank. I I thought it was going to ride that with the whole Hollywood thing too. Well, so. here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. Trent Reznor and, and Atticus Ross were nominated for both Mank and Soul. So they won anyway. <laughs> mm. So I'm half right. I'll, so, take a, I'll take a half star for that. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. What do you got next? Um, let's go with the uh, original song. Now, again, I could give a shit about original song. And there was no Pixar song in here. So, which was interesting to me because Soul is all about music and there's no song. Because Pixar always wins. Disney always wins best song. Always. Now, I, 
I'll say right now, I wish the Eurovision Song Contest song won. Yeah, Mayor was just, very happy that that was nominated. I go, wow, it must have been, it must have been a bad year. I haven't seen that movie. Mayor watched but, uh, it. It was one of those, hey, we're in a pandemic and you can get to watch this. Well, yeah. Or that might have came out oh. just before the pandemic. It's, it's one of those Will Ferrell films when you go, I can wait. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, when I picked, what did I pick? Speak Now, One Night in Miami, and what won was Fight for You, Judas and the Black Messiah. Right, and I, I picked Hear My Voice uh, from the Trial of the Chicago 7 because I was convinced it was going to be between the two of those. Okay. and, and so you, it, you By know, my you, reasoning, I get a half a point for this because I was half right, too. So I've, that's, so I've got nine right now. Wow, nine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, over day eight. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm catching up. There's a lot of asterisks on your Let me page. See how many, I'll see how many more I can find. Keep going. <laughs> All right, there, Trump. Um, <laughs> wow. Hey, we want to talk about uh, finding okay. finding hey, votes. Wh- whatever brought that on, I apologize. <laughs> uh, cinematography. Uh, I chose Mank. I thought that was a clear cut. Because of the conversation that we had. The reason, like, I should have picked production design and I didn't. But I knew cinematography. I'm like, the movie is just too grand. It's just too grandiose. It just, you know. And again, you you knew it was going to be the Hollywood backstroke. So, uh, did you pick Mank? Backpat, stroke off, whatever you want to call it. I I picked Mank as well. Yes, that's the category I got right. Um, Animated feature. This is a category that Scott did not want anything to do with. Uh, Soul is what I picked, and Soul is what won. Soul is what I picked, and Soul is what won, oh. and Soul is what I lost when I picked Soul. <laughs> I was just going to say, you, you got lost a bit of your soul on that I one. Just, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie's nominated. Again, oh, by the way, that, slow that year. Yeah. Uh, just backtrack one sec. Best animated feature film? Didn't watch any of them. Oh, really? I, I had all of them but one. I, I, I didn't have Over the Moon, but I had all the other ones. Just couldn't be. I just. I've I had seen a point Soul. I ran out of steam. And, and like, I, I, these are films I wouldn't. I wouldn't like go out of my way at this point in my life to see anyway. So right. it was just harder. Um, I've seen Soul and I've seen Wolf Walkers. Uh, I did not Wolf see Walkers, the other three. My, my uh, older daughter actually asked me to get a copy of her for six months ago. And I couldn't, and then so I was I was happy to tell her that it was nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> I, I, I can I can get that to you if you really want it. No, I have it now. Oh, once you have it, it now. Once, once, yeah, once it was up for Oscars, I went and I was like, oh, there it is. Oh. But at the time I looked for it, I couldn't find it. Gotcha. Uh, all right, international feature. Uh, we talked about this. Yeah. Uh, I picked another round because the director was nominated for. Uh, for best uh, director and i was like the film's gotta have a little something extra if it's in the best director category and it's Mm -hmm. not nominated for best picture so i was like they're probably going to just give it international because of that very good uh thinking on that part did you get that one right or wrong my head was what'd you pick i picked collective Hmm. i thought it was I, i don't know why i was like oh collective will sweep it'll get documentary and international <laughs> Again, reminder: haven't seen it. Um, and it, what bothers me the most about this is that uh, when they announced the Oscars, this was one of the few films that not only was I interested in seeing, but I already owned. Oh, really? I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. But because of all the other Oscar films, I never got around to it. Got it. And the one category I won, I didn't guess. <laughs> So I'm annoyed. So now, now we're in the majors, which is uh, screenplays, actor, actress, best picture, director. We're in mm-hmm. those. So where do you want to go with those? All right, let's do uh, screenplay, original, a- adapted. You know, you know this is my category, right? This is your category. Which one do you want All to start right. with? Uh, it doesn't matter because I fucked them both. You got wow. Okay, let's go I, with the yeah. adapted screenplay. Now, I picked the father, and that's what won. When we had when we reviewed it two weeks ago um we talked about how it was a stage play and how the movie you know kind of moved like that too mm-hmm. and i just kind of i knew borat you just throw that right out there that you know happy to be nominated 
So what you got left is The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. Throw out One Night in Miami and The White Tiger. Just throw them out. Why? 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 All right, here's a question for you. Before you go any further in your little tirade here, uh-huh. um, how many of these films did you actually see? Borat, The Father, Nomadland. Okay. I also saw One Night in Miami. Uh, yeah, I hadn't gotten around to see that one. Okay, I, I just, did. I just knew it don't wasn't. Don't throw it out. Don't throw it out. I saw it. Don't throw it out. Okay. It, it, it was good. It was good. I'm not my crazy. gut. Not... My gut was that it didn't stand a chance. Right. So. And I didn't. I don't even know what the White Tiger is. You know. It's it's, it's a crime thing. I. Okay. I'm, and they must have been thrilled to be nominated then. Uh, <laughs> um. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I saw that I watched the trailer to the White Tiger. Um, I was going to watch the film, but I couldn't bring up the interest. I yeah, knew it's just that typical kind of, you know, young, a young child grows up and works his way up in the crime scene. But it's like a different country. And that's that's all I, I in my gut. I knew it was between the father and Nomadland. And I just thought the father no, it was. No, no, no man land. Don't even I, I no, 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 no. I, I'm not saying that it deserved it. I'm saying. Those are the two that it was. Those were the final two. I'm telling so, you. Here, here's my problem. Here's what. But again, Borat, we both agreed. Oh yeah. White Tiger, we both agreed. Right. Doesn't even count. I saw One Night in Miami. I thought it was a very. So I'm guessing very, this is what you picked. Yeah, uh, and my <laughs> my rationale was Nomadland. I didn't think was an exceptional screenplay. No. Just flat out. And The Father, I thought owed more. I thought it owed more to direction and acting than it did screenplay so that's why i did not consider it yeah no i i i was i'm very upset i i i, I kind of just knew it was going to win i don't know yeah. why but i just kind of did all right let's go with original screenplay i got this one wrong me too yeah so i picked judas and the black messiah and <clears throat> i i just thought the subject matter was going to carry that one you know I, I did. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the same question again, but I think the answer is yes. Did you see all of the films in original screenplay category? Yeah, because they're all best pictures. Right. That's, that's why I figured you'd say yes. Yeah. So we're both in the same boat on that. Yes. Um. I I felt that to be completely honest, I really wanted Promising Young Woman. I I did. Or yeah, me too. Or maybe even uh, the Trial of Chicago Seven. I thought those were kind of like those were the neck and necks i didn't think judas was gonna win i really i didn't but i picked it because i figured the subject matter on it is it's an important subject uh and i just figured it would it was going to take that one and it I'm didn't say I'll, I'll, I'll flat out from a screenplay standpoint i thought the two films that were above and beyond were both promising young woman and Judas and the Black Messiah. And I second-guessed myself on Promising Young Woman because I was afraid that the uh, Academy would find it a bit too, oh, I don't know, peppy or <laughs> art house, uh, which is stupid because Juno won, and that's the, uh, Juno was peppy as shit. Uh, yeah. And this was kind of like this year's Juno um, in my mind, and by no other standard, but in my mind, this was the, the this year's Juno, and I was all about it. And last minute, I was like, but Judas and the Black Messiah was fucking tight. And I yeah. went with that. Yeah. So, so we both guessed the right We both same guessed one. the same one, and we both got it wrong. Yeah. All right. So now uh, let's go with uh, actress in a supporting role. Now, this is an interesting now. category. Yes. This is an interesting category. Because I've been saying the entire time... Amanda Seyfried, mank, 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 Amanda Seyfried, you know, like, I was just like, mm-hmm. she's probably going to win, she's probably going to win, I enjoyed her performance more than anybody else's, to be completely honest, Yeah. but my gut was like, you know, but the grandmother from Minari, and I'm like, I don't know, there's just, Hollywood's on this Korean kick lately, and I'm like, her performance was good, and... Was that because, the grandmother from Minari? Was, yeah, that's the grandma. Oh, of course, yeah, because who's gonna, who's, gonna, who's gonna nominate the bitch from that movie? <laughs> yeah. 
I still hate her. Uh, she I'm did. Sorry. She did get nominated. She was, just so she was you know. everything wrong with that family. I I'm sorry. You know that. Right? Moving on. <laughs> Wait, wasn't she nominated? Oh, she wasn't. Was she? No, no she no. wasn't. Um, so I was like, I changed my mind at the last second. I was going to put Amanda Seyfried, but I changed it at the last second, and I got it right because they picked her. Which wait, I, wait, wait, wait. What? So, so at the last minute, you switched it from what? I switched it from Amanda Seyfried, and I changed my mind, and I picked uh, Yoon Joon Yoon. Okay. You, you jumped back and forth, so it was a little sketchy. Um, sketchy. I did the exact opposite. <laughs> what, okay. What did you do? I went with Mank. You went with Amanda Seyfried. You just stuck with it. I, I well, I and I also I thought Minari. I thought Minari was also a, a runner-up too. Yeah. Um, but I really thought Mank was going to win it. I so. really did too. But my at the yeah. last second, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to pick her. Okay. So I just I had a feeling, and I was right. Uh, actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. I picked Daniel Kaluuya, and that's what won. Same here. Or that's who won. Um, because I really wanted to pick Lakeith Stanfield, I really did. Because I be thought his performance—I thought his performance was as good, if not possibly better. It was going to be one of the two. I mean, there was no—I've seen—I saw all yeah. five films. We—I think we both did. Yeah, this is another one where we both saw all five. No, you didn't see one I, night. I, in Miami. I didn't see one night in Miami. That's one that, night in Miami. That's the only one I didn't see. Right. So but we talked it, about it, it, we talked yeah, about it, yeah. and I think you men mentioned that uh, Odom Jr. His performance was. Okay. To me, he was the to me he was the least intriguing actor, right? In that film, I, I, I just to put, if you ask me to rate them by powerful and how I was engaged and everything, right. he would be at the the bottom. Now, um, uh, to briefly me, mention, to briefly mention, it's the it's the company, the production company that makes the film, whoever it is, yeah. they're the ones that submit what they want their you know best actor, mm-hmm. actress, any of their categories for. So they purposely put both Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield in the supporting actor category because, you know, politics aside, they felt that they had a better chance of winning one of those two categories with those two actors in the same category. And it worked because Daniel Kaluuya probably, probably should have been in the best actor category. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for Lakeith Stanfield. You know, both of them could have but been you, put in the best actor category. And this happens every few years. This isn't rare to this film. I mean, you get these films where, uh, um, just like the, the the supporting actors, just like who's you know, like the, the debate over what's a supporting actor, just right. an actress too. It's it's happened in both categories. So, so it's so I, I picked uh, Daniel Kaluuya and he won. Who did you pick? Um, I mean, I'm sure it was one of those two. We're talking best supporting actor. Best supporting actor. Yeah, I picked that. I won. Oh, you did. You got that one. Yeah. Uh, best actress in a leading role. I completely got this one wrong. We had yeah. talked about this. Mm-hmm. I and thought. I disagree with it. I disagree with it too. I think. I, I don't know why for, for me, they, they went with Frances McDormand. I I love. Francis McDormand. However, Listen, we're Cohen brother. Uh, we've been doing Cohen brothers for thirty-five years, longer. Mm-hmm. You know, about uh, all the way back to Blood Simple. That's probably as long as they've been doing it. <laughs> the first thing I think I've ever seen ever was probably um, Raising Arizona. Yeah, that's probably the first thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But then once I got a taste of the Cohen brothers, you know, I sought out their other stuff and Blood Simple was one of those films. I actually right. took my sister to um, to go see that when they when the Coen brothers re-edited it. They did like a director's cut. Yeah. And we had to go to the Claridge Theater in Montclair to go see it. They had actually cut the film down to like 90 minutes from mm-hmm. like an hour and 45 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because they're contrary like that. Yeah. Little bastards. So, you know, it made it a much tighter film. I have both anyway, but... Same here. Yeah. But anyway, um, so Frances McDormand won. I picked Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. We had that conversation, and I haven't seen the film, but I'm like, you know what? Someone that goes through that much pain in the for 30 minutes on screen has to be recognized, right? 
No, right? no. It's um, like, oh, you live in your van and you drive around. Uh, Here you go. Here's a statue. I, I, I just want to underline uh, that I again, I I, I love Frances McDormand. Oh, same here. She's amazing. However, giving her an Oscar for this film is saying that she was phenomenal at pretending to be an average person. Yeah. <laughs> which most people, including a lot of her co-stars, don't have to pretend. Right. So what the fuck is that about? No, they were enamored with this film, Nomadland, and I don't understand why. I told you, I, like I said, I, I was interested in seeing the film. I, I, I like the concept and everything, but just the way it's handled, I, that, that blurring of reality and that, this isn't a film. This is like play pretend, but like, but in like on a, it's just on a different. I just, I, I just leaves a bad yeah. taste in my mouth the more I think about it. It was, yeah, it, it was shot like a docudrama and. Some of the scenes were improvised, especially like when she's learning to change a tire. I'm like, you're giving a best a- best actress Oscar for an improvised changing of a tire scene, because yeah, that scene, that she, scene, she we talked about it. She, and again, I don't know this is fact, but I I'm a pretty good judge of uh, of mm-hmm. character and how things go. That scene was completely. I'm learning how to change a tire. What you're seeing on on screen is just my natural reaction to it. It wasn't, quote unquote, acting. You know. I, I mean, you can get the semantics at that point. But well, I don't think an Oscar is deserved for something like that. Anybody could have been put I, in the I, scene I, and reacted almost the same way potentially. I, I don't think an Oscar is deserved for a performance that's basically okay. Be a real person, and pretend that this is a real thing. Right. Uh, but agreed. But just, I mean, like a real person, though, not pretend to be a character, but a person. There's a difference between a character and a person. Right. This is about people, and they have real people in this film. And now, so she, just for being a real person for a change, she gets an Oscar. I don't think there's, I don't think there's enough skill involved in that. Oh, gee, I, I, I learned how to live in a van for six months. You know, also has to do that. Like a fifth of the population at some point in their time. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I, you're, you're getting me angry now. I'm so, why, why am I getting you angry? I didn't vote for the, the, the film. I for a film that I honestly went into really wanting to connect with it, and I did connect to the film for a short while. Right. But the more you just start rolling it in your head, like this is just not right. Uh, I don't like it. No. No, sir. I don't like no, it. No, sir. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> actor in a leading role. Uh, so this was another film that. Uh, the Oscars went ahead and they changed the order of how they were going to give the the last four Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually gave they actually announced Best Picture before Best Actress and Best Actor. They were ending on Best Actor because even themselves they thought that Chadwick Boseman was going to win Best Actor posthumously. And they wanted to end the show on that because it was going to be this, you know, like grand finale to a really bad year. And, um, you know, the Oscars really kind of a bad year for movies as far as like theaters not being open, not being bad movies. And they were completely fucking wrong. So was I because I picked Chadwick Boseman myself. And who won? Anthony Hopkins, which, by the way is deserved anthony hopkins absolutely should have won this oscar he is that fucking good in the father chadwick boseman it's the only film that i had not seen it doesn't mean that his performance wasn't excellent it i can just guarantee you it isn't better than anthony hopkins i can guarantee it but they were hoping that he would have won but he didn't so who did you pick who do you think I picked? Chadwick Boseman. Anthony Hopkins, man. You did. You yeah. got that one right. Good for you. I saw Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's. I was like, all right. I saw Anthony Hopkins. I was like, ah! <laughs> if If you want to say that's a white thing, go ahead. I don't give a shit. Well, you know, it's interesting. I do I do think it's kind of funny, though, that the Oscars, that like, like they accidentally set this whole thing up with, yeah, we're going to forgive it. Women are getting awards. Minorities are getting awards. We're we're diverse. We're diverse, and we're going to end it on a high note with old white guy, bam, <laughs> who didn't show up, by the way. See, 
You know why? Because he's 82 years old and they weren't wearing masks inside because they were doing, uh, people are vaccinated, uh, multiple tests, social distancing. Well, why didn't he show up then? Because he he didn't want to go to one of the two Oscar satellite locations. He wanted to be there via Zoom. And the Oscars was like, oh, we're, we're too high class for that shit. No. Really? Yeah. It was because he wanted to zoom in. And they were like, no, no, not doing it. You got to be one of these little satellite things. That's it. You have to go out. Huh. Again, there, there's your there's your liberal, liberal concern for the masses. Oh, my God. They yeah, wouldn't let him like, zoom in. So I'm you know, assuming he's, was he home in London or was he in L.A.? Yeah, yeah pretty sure he was in London. And, they, and, and it, there, there were two locations where they were doing like small groups for the Oscars for attendees and stuff and they wanted him to go to one of them and he's like no i'm old and if yeah. and people are sick i'm staying here and they're like let's go fuck it then well and you know what so, they got you know what? you know what they deserved what they got then it's just another example you know you, you want you want to make it a left-wing thing uh they can they can spin their wheels left as long as they want it's just about rich people patting each other on the back right and that's all it comes down to the end of the day well, I'll tell you what. Black, white, yellow. Green, I saw it as a whatever. complete and utter missed opportunity that Anthony Hopkins was not wearing a Hannibal Lecter mask. I mean, whether it would have been like the real one or if it would have been a cloth one, you know, just kind of like a uh, like a replica of it. Missed opportunity. Total missed opportunity. How good would that have been if he would have been on Zoom or if he went to the satellite location and he's wearing a mask? That would have been just perfect. You know, there's one film during this uh, Oscar cycle that I watched that I had a great alternate ending for, and I'd forgotten it for the life of me. But there's there's one where it's like, wouldn't it be funny if it ended this way? And it was great, and I forgot (laughs) it, so I shouldn't bring it up. Um, Uh, All right, best director. Um, I picked David Fincher for Mank, because I really thought Mank was going to win best picture and director. Um, I did. See, and I, on the other hand, was the opinion that it wouldn't get either, and I was right on that part. You were. Um, I do think it was in the running, though, as far as voting goes. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe Zhao won Best Director for Nomadland, mm-hmm. which I thought the directing in that film was mediocre. Eh, yeah, not impressed. I, I thought that she wrote on the coattails of the film being so popular. You I know do, what? I, I do. I, I, yeah, I, I really do, because, like I said, some of it's improvised. I, I, I wasn't a fan of some of the directing style. I just, you know, some of the panning shots were underwhelming. I, I didn't love the director there, for this film at all. There's, there's a part of me that really feels like Nomadland has the same problem that Forrest Gump did. Which is? Like, it got a, it got a lot of award, awards because it was assumed that there was this message involved, but... What no one realized was that the message is is, right. is tainted. It's not a real message. You're just buying into the the uh, the sheen yeah. of the uh, and, and it's scene. interesting you mentioned Forrest Gump because I wrote an article a few years ago, a long time ago, about films that won Best Picture that shouldn't have, and Forrest Gump was on that list. The year that Forrest Gump won, people were enamored with that fucking film. And if you look back, the film as a whole, it's a good film, but like the special effects. It was back when, you know, Terminator 2 had come out and they were just starting with, like, the real CGI, computer-generated, you know, special effects. It's all over again. It's it's Magnolia all over again. But, you know, it it just, like, you know, like, they started using it in commercials where dogs and animals' eyes get real big and they talk. And it was just really stupid. Forrest Gump was the kind of beginnings of that. So it's like they interjected him into scenes like, oh, here he is with uh, John F. Kennedy. Oh, I had 13 no, Dr. No, Peppers. No, it's not, not about that. I'm going, about some, that. I'm going somewhere with this. Hold on. Get there. People were... Ah. Ana- <laughs> I'm getting there. See, when you interrupt me, it takes longer to get there. Um, uh, what? I missed the exit, see? Now we got to go all the way around. Uh, the kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Parliament. <laughs> I just can't get over. Uh <laughs> Uh, no, so people were enamored with Forrest Gump. They just, they were. And it made a ton of money. Special effects in that film were kind of new. People, it's kind of like in the Avatar effect. Oh my God, did you see Avatar? It's absolutely amazing. You know, shit like that. 
So, it's, but that's not that's not why it was so. Why was it so popular then? Because the assumed idea that it had this message, and everybody's in agreement that this film has a message, and the film has no real message. It thinks no. it does. Well, anyway, where I'm going with the whole thing is that I had written an article about films that won Best Picture that shouldn't have, and Forrest Gump was on that list because that year Pulp Fiction should have won Best Picture, hands down. Yeah. No, it's just. You know, hands down. I mean, there's just no question about it. Pulp Fiction was the best film that year. Forrest mm-hmm. Gump. Yeah, you can mention it, but right. that's it. So, so, so we chase this kind of idealism that, like, this this movie's important because it's about something, and it's not. And Nomadland, it 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 got me for a couple of days too. But you know, again, I don't just like watch the film once and abandon it. You keep thinking about it. Right. And Nomadland puts on the same veneer that this is about something. This is important, and it's not. It's just playing make believe for an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, All right. So the final category. Hold on. I didn't yeah. tell you who I chose for best. Director. Oh, what did you pick for best director? Sure. Um, I thought you threw that in there at some point. No, I was waiting for you to finish your story about Pulp Fiction. Well, you kept interrupting me. That's why I, I got. Si- that's why I got sidetracked. Who Who did um, you pick, Mister Wilson? I I picked Promising Young Woman. Is another another female director. I figured it's not a bad I figured, choice. I figured that's where it would have. If If it was going to get anywhere, I figured that's where right. it would. Be recognized, and, and after she won screenplay, it 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 probably you know felt like a like it was a good choice too. I I thought it was I thought it was an easy in for one of them, so I yeah. just picked the wrong one. So yep, all right. Then for the final category, best picture, I, which they we were we're doing it last because it should be last, but the the Academy decided that they were going to do that third. Um. I picked Mank and was wrong. And Nomadland is the film that won. So who did you pick? I picked Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, I knew that wasn't. You should have consulted me on that one. Why? It's a very good film. It is a very good film, but I just knew it wasn't going to win. I mean, I just knew. Now, as far as everything else, I really... Promising Young Woman, just in the back of my head. Promising Young Woman, even though I knew Judas, I knew it was a better film than Nomadland. Uh, it just... Nomadland was nowhere on my radar, in my gut, that it should that it deserved Best Picture. Nowhere. Uh, as far as all of these movies, it was the film I enjoyed the least. Uh, I thought it was boring as hell. I could... Ex- I... I I can accept that it's a well-made movie, even though I don't agree. They all, they are, they all are. They all are. Uh, I just thought Nomadland was boring, and I just, I really didn't think it was going to win Best Picture. I really didn't. I thought the it was just I... one of those little indie films that was getting recognized, and that was it. Yeah. I, eh, speechless. I just. Uh... The film disgusts me the more I think about it. Yeah. I'm really not happy with the film. Um, so let's. Well, you wanted to talk about uh, film titles before we uh, go and end the, the show. You know, one of my big things has always been talking like that stupid titles and and pandering titles. Like you mentioned, uh, tower heist, bank heist, whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, so like, if go down going down the list, because uh, I never really thought about it while we were doing the whole thing. I was just focused on the films. Right. The father, horrible the father. name. It is a bad name. Horrible name. Doesn't really tell you much other than that I, somebody's a dad. It doesn't have to tell you something, but it's it, it's too it's too bland. It's just the father. The okay, father. what about the father? It's the father. Everyone's got a father. It's, it's not the father. But, yeah. Um, maybe. I I don't know. Maybe. It's, I don't know. I just don't like it. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Excellent title. It is an excellent title. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not the most religious person in the world, but Judas betrayed Jesus. You know. Mm-hmm. And. Is that where that came from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just checking. Okay, good. And Daniel Kaluuya, or Fred Hampton, back then, was being considered you know, the Black Messiah. So it's a take on, on that. And it, it, it's an excellent title. It, yeah. really, it really works. Anyone that thinks otherwise just isn't really thinking about it. Uh, Mank. 
Mank. Uh, what do you think? Good title. Because that was his nickname in Hollywood. Right. Was, and, was Mank. And the nickname defines the character, and the character defines the title. Yeah. Damn, we come full circle. That's all you need. And there are other movies that have been made where he's mentioned as Mank in other films. There's a TV movie with... Um, oh, shit. I don't remember who it is. But there was a TV film that came out. I might actually have it on my computer. But he's mentioned as Mank in that movie, too. And that yeah. movie was made like 30 years ago. I, I, I never have a problem with a film that's named after the title character because it's pretty much telling you this is who the film is about. The story. I like that. I, I prefer that over some other uh, cliche titles. Right, right. You know, and, and they're intriguing, like like Michael Clayton. Just Just the fact that it's just called Michael Clayton. I'm interested now. <laughs> then I see that, the, the trailer and see who's in it. It's like, now I'm very interested. But Michael Clayton was a good film. Like a really good film. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think it's pronounced Minari, not Minari. Minari. Uh, I think the Korean really? pronunciation is like Minari or Minari. Or, it's not Minari. But I just keep saying it because I don't know. I don't speak Korean. Minari. What do you think uh, of that title? Technically, it's a good title. But having seen the film, I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's based on the uh, the plant that, or the, the, the seeds that they plant, which grows into the minari, which is a Korean, so, I don't know, weed. herb or weed or it's something. So, you know, it, it plays a part in the film because at, at one point in the film, when everything is at its worst, the plant actually thrives in the place that they plant it, and it shows that there is hope and, you know, things like that. Yeah. So... Uh, nomad. Also about, plant, also about laying roots. I mean, you can go all over the place with that. Nomad land. Uh, uh, now it's based on the book. Nomad land, something, something, living in the whatever twentieth century, twenty first century. I forget what the no, long I've, time. They just I've shortened no, it. Yeah, I have no problem with the title. It's it's average. It's yeah. average. Let me say. Yeah. I mean, and it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, promising young woman. An excellent title. Yeah, considering everything that she goes through, what her friend goes through, and what she is trying to achieve in the film, and mm -hmm. what she was trying to achieve before everything went to shit. Very good title. Yep. Sound of Metal. Fucking dumb. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. Considering that the opening of the film is the only heavy metal that you hear in the whole movie. Well... I mean, I get why it's called that, because he's a heavy metal drummer it's who too, loses his hearing. It's supposed to be layered, but it's not, because if you take away the meaning of what it's supposed to be, it's like, what's the sound of metal? Well, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and, and, and maybe that's the, it's supposed to be like a zen riddle? No, not buying it. No, it should, the film should have been called what? <laughs> uh, the Trial of the Chicago 7. Horrible title. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a TV movie title. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and, and, and again, it's, the film feels like a made-for-TV movie in some ways because of the the format. Right. Uh, not And not in a negative way, just that it just has that kind of feel to it, and the title does not help. No. No, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible title. So, we can I, agree you know, that... The title, you know what I would have called it? Yeah. I would have called it Where's Borat? <laughs> So uh, we both agree that Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, and Promising Young Woman are excellent titles. The Father, uh, Sound of Metal, and Trial of Chicago 7 are terrible titles. Terrible. And Minari and Nomadland are okay. They're titles that I like less after having seen the film. Got it. Which is... So that's your 2021 Academy Awards... Oscar winners and losers. All right. A after the Oscars, did you uh, remove any films from your library? No, I went to bed. No, I don't. I mean, I don't mean right after. I mean, like since between then and now. No, and and and, and not because I'm like I'm gonna remove this shit because blah, it was more or less like I got work in the morning and I have a, a really All long right. next three days and All right, well, I just it's not something I got around to. I, one of us is more dedicated. I get it because <laughs> okay, I immediately cleaned house, and I can tell you right now, um, out of the best picture category, uh -huh. um, Minari, Nomadland, and Trial, gone. Gone. 
gone. Not 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 in my library. Don't need them there. Don't want them. There. No wait, Trilight. No Trilight Cap. That's a good no, no, film. Sound, Sound of Metal, Nomadland. Uh, I think Minari. That's the one. I'm, I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Mank. I almost did. But it was like. Eh. Um. Oh, Ma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and um, Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy gone. Gone. I kept Borat, the second one, sure. because it's political, and I, I think that's what, the only reason I, I liked it is because the political humor in it, uh, or the political expediency or urgency of the film, right, allowed me to ignore some of the more juvenile humor. Um, and have you seen that uh, Netflix? They're doing a um, uh, deleted scenes from the film. They're gonna have like a special. Oh, I did see that they're doing that. Like, there's the one shot. There's yeah. There's one shot of that the crowd that he's at where he's all dressed up and he's doing the the the, the song, right. and he's in the van. He goes, "If you slow down." That's an ambulance. Oh, that's an ambulance. Yeah, he's in an ambulance driving, and he's like, "Drive, or there's going to be violence." Yeah, <laughs> keep driving, don't stop, or there's yes. going to be violence. Yeah, the the fact that Sasha drops character in that scene is like, oh shit. <laughs> that shit was going down. Yeah. So, so like stuff like that's why I kept that. But uh, I mean, uh, also, oh, I think I'm pretty sure I got rid of um, one night in Miami as well. Yeah, um, I, I don't really, don't really do a clean house. I also don't have as many movies as you. Yeah, see, I have the clean house. So I don't have to do that because right. okay, I've got. Quick. I still have terabyte terabytes upon terabytes that are, you know. I, I have a lot of hard drive space. I'm, I'm almost maxed out. I got I got to clean a little house or get a bigger hard drive. We'll talk about that after the show. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, real quick, I wanted to talk about the Razzies. The Razzies. Just want to say that uh, um, I'm keeping three, six, five days. Okay. Just because it's a really, really, really bad film. <laughs> okay. Only reason it's still, uh, I'm keeping it. And Fantasy Island, I already had. I, I thought it was fun. I didn't care. We we uh, watched that, and about halfway through, if anyone remembers in previous episodes, Scott and I, we did, just a refresher, we did that Plex together. It was called that at that time. Now you can just actually go into Plex, uh, and you can watch. So we're watching it, and I'm like, you know, this is seems kind of tame for like a horror movie. And Scott just goes to me, he goes, well, it's PG-13. I'm like, What? <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't even look it up, and I'm so we just stopped watching it. We just what? watched something else. Future Kill, I think we ended up watching. Future Kill, yeah, which I think we should have finished Fantasy Island, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but so worst picture, worst actor, uh, were both Mike Lindell and uh, Absolute Proof, My Pillow Guy's conspiracy film. Yes. Uh, worst actress went to Kate Hudson in music. Okay. Worst supporting actress went to Maddie Ziegler in music, so we didn't get. Uh, I was hoping Glenn Close would win Razzie and an Oscar, but didn't no, happen. No, no. And honestly, after having seen Hillbilly Elegy, I, I don't know why it's up for worst supporting actress. Someone just doesn't like old people, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and you know what? I I I'm not from Appalachia, but New New York up New York State is close enough, and I that uh, that was a perfect representation. <laughs> um and then uh we're supporting actor and we're screen combo both went to rudy giuliani nice uh worst director was sia for music which i never even bothered i I didn't, I didn't even know that movie existed until the Razzies. yeah and from what little i saw it was universally panned as just being shite yeah and it's called music which goes on what i was saying before keep the short uh the title short because everyone's What's this movie about? Music. Yeah. Well, oh, that's great. Stupid. Uh, worst screenplay Stupid. was Three Six Five Days. Worst what? Screenplay. Adapted? Original? Just, just they don't have it adapt. They don't split it up. It's just worst screenplay. Because it's a documentary. No, Three Six Five Days. Oh, that. Oh, that's the po- The okay, that's the one with that's the. That's the Polish remake of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Shades of Grey. Got it. No, 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 no. Mike Lindell did not win for worst screenplay. <laughs> And the worst remake, ripoff, or sequel was Doolittle. They needed a high production film in there somewhere. Which, which, when Doolittle came out in January, yeah, that first thing I predicted was that's going to win. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, first of all, the second the trailer came out and it was this like huge grand trailer coming this January, I'm like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Yeah. 
whenever Scott and I are in a movie theater, which we haven't done in a long time, but uh, for obvious reasons, but when we would go, our favorite part before the film starts is always the trailers because there's always a few January films, depending on the time of year you're going to see said film. If you're seeing said film like in the fall, you know, during you know, Oscar push, like when we went to go see Saw, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of coming this January. You get a lot of those because it's only three months away. Which which the new Saw film's coming out in May. Yes, that's the one with Chris Rock, right? Yeah, and I'm hoping to try to see it in the theater down here. And it's a prequel? That's a prequel, right? No. It's, it's okay. As far as I know, it is not. But okay. I have not seen the film or read anything about it, and I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. The trailer is doesn't give anything away, I don't think, and that's as far as I'm going. But yeah, it comes out in May. Yeah, I want to just I, I want to go into a cold. To be completely honest. Yeah, if, same here. If yeah. you don't um, see it in a theater, and you want to watch that together through Plex, we can make that happen. Or even if I do, watch it again. As soon as it's available on Plex, we'll watch it together. I'm okay. All right. That uh, sounds the, good. The, the one the one thing I do want to say about the the Razzies is I'm very 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 happy that they nominated Hubie Halloween <laughs> um, as a worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Because they call it a remake slash ripoff of Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> and I just, I, 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 I appreciate that so much that I'm not the only one that saw that. The minute I saw that fucking trailer, it's all I could think of. Is this is just Adam trying to do Ernest. <laughs> I bet you didn't think I could get fresh Miak this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you, hands down, best part of the whole film. It'll, I mean, if this curse goes through, it'll kill all the children and everything, and we have to stop it. But this is the kids, right? <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, I love Ernest. I, yeah, it's a shame, shame. Jim Varney is no longer with us. Uh, but uh, Oscars are over. That's what. That's what really counts. That's what yes. matters. Yes. And moving on, uh, our country for the most part is being vaccinated, and uh, and hopefully we can kind of get back to some normalcy. Yeah. That would be nice. That would. Yeah. I don't know what the weather was in Texas the last couple of days, but yesterday was almost 95 degrees in New Jersey. And today was like, it was only like 70, but it was humid and muggy. It was disgusting. Still is. I don't want to talk about the weather on the show, but uh, it's been around the 80s and it's been raining the past couple of days. And uh, do you jump in your pool? Uh, Yeah. April 26th. That's the year we signed the house. That's the yep. year we first jumped in the pool. And, or that's the day and that every year. And, and you, the, the, we made the kids do it, too. You know, it's funny. If you're I, in this house on the 26th, you have to be in that pool. Hey, if I'm ever in your house on the 26th, I'm jumping in your pool. Right. And you'll probably jump right back out because it's still at 70. Oh. Way too cold. Um, uh, but I was, ironically enough, I was like, you know, I haven't. I know you posted a video of a, a tour of your house. I was like, you know, I haven't watched that in a while because I haven't been able to visit you yet. And I was like, oh, I, I've been trying to find the video and I had a hard time finding it on your feed. But ironically enough, Holly reposted it yesterday mm-hmm. or the day before yesterday. And I was like, ooh, this is this is what I was looking for. And I watched I it keep, again. I keep wanting to go back and recreate that walkthrough, but with all everything that's been done since then. You should do it. I should. I just keep, you know. You should have do to it. clean up. Yeah. I should give you... Did I give you a video tour of this house? I did before we did stuff to it, right? I, I, I don't remember. I think I did. And uh, I'll probably just wait till you guys come out here, to be honest. We're, we're going to be there soon. You know it. I know it. I know it. All right. Girl, so we good? we're good. Let's go ahead and end the show. Do you have any words of wisdom? Just, oh, no. I got to do the... <laughs> Listen, I got my second shot today or yesterday, and right, it's hot, right. and I'm 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 just woo. All right, let's let's burn it then. Let's do it. All right, this is our Oscar wrap up. Next week, we're actually going to be back on track as far as our movie challenges, where we're gonna we're going to review Race with the Devil. We're going to be reviewing that one. We're back on track. That was my challenge to Scott, so I'll be expecting a challenge from you next week. Yep. 
So you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com, which by the way, somebody messaged me on Facebook and, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> it must be a legit, because uh, I just figured it was, you know, whenever you see like a, a profile and so that's not, that's, that's a stolen profile. No, it's legit. She's like, hey, what's up with your website? It's not working. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm sorry. Um... But go to our site, moviesucktastic.com. Go to Facebook, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Go to iTunes, and uh, you can download and listen to the show there as well. If you want to leave us voicemail, it's 908-514-4470. If you want to leave us email, it's themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. And you can get the Android app for your device by going to our website, moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk. Download it, install it, enjoy it. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? No words of wisdom? No? Just, uh, I feel this look burning into my brain. what I do? Can you hear me at all? Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, do you have any words of wisdom? Okay, on that note, <laughs> we'll end the show. I don't know if you're joking right now. Alright, I'm gonna kill this. You can't hear me? I can hear you now. Damn it! Do you have any words of wisdom? <laughs> There's no music. I can't hear you! Because you're making this look like you're looking. It's like, no, I have no words of wisdom. Like, your face was the end of the show. But I, I guess that's not it. My face is always the end of the show, Joey. You know that. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Yes. I am the end of the show. There you go. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>